So there was this hit. Evgeny Malkin put on Blake Wheeler last night, the Jets-Penguins game at Pittsburgh. Clear headshot. Um, clear intent. And here is the rule from the NHL rule book regarding a headshot, even though we've heard all kinds of things about player safety in the last few years. You've gone right to the source here. A hit resulting in contact with an opponent's head where the head is targeted and the principal point of contact is not permitted. Duh. However, in determining whether such a hit should have been permitted, the circumstances of the hit, including whether the opponent put himself in a vulnerable position immediately prior to or simultaneously with the hit or the head contact on an otherwise legal body check was avoidable, can be considered. Minor penalty. For violation of this rule, a minor penalty shall be assessed. There's no provision for a major penalty for this rule. A headshot does not garner a five-minute penalty. There is no provision for a game misconduct for violation of this rule. However, the referee, at his discretion, may assess a match penalty if, in his judgment, the player attempted to or deliberately injured his opponent with an illegal check to the head. If deemed appropriate, supplementary discipline can be applied by the commissioner at his discretion. First thing we have to consider, you saw the hit Keith McCullough? I did. Was it intentional? I just watched it in the newsroom 30 times on a loop. Was there <laughs> was there intent to injure? Well, I don't know if there was intent to injure, but at that at that point in the game, tensions are high. Penguins are down 3-2. The Jets have come back. It was an end-to-end really playoff feel. Uh, game and you could tell as a guy who plays hockey that Malkin was having one of those shifts where he was really fired up mm-hmm. the Penguins had just had a chance to score they didn't convert and it was one of those frustration I'm going to take my frustration out runs at Blake Wheeler and it looked like he left his feet a little bit he, did he definitely leave his feet. hit him Both in the head feet. that was not just one foot by the way if you watch if you guys are listening right now watch that again it's both feet come off the ice. And Wheeler, when you watch it closely, it looks like Wheeler had just thrown the puck down the ice, but it was actually Mark Stewart who touched the puck. So Wheeler at no point actually had the puck on his stick. Nope. So definitely a penalty. Um, and the referee, I, I think, could have given a larger penalty based on what you said it would have had to be a match penalty. And tend to injure you never really know, but he was he was fired up, he was frustrated, and he took a run at Blake Wheeler, and what makes it obviously way worse for Winnipeg Jets fans is he comes back after those two minutes and makes a beautiful play to set up Sidney Crosby for the game-winning goal in overtime. Yeah, yeah, but let's take the Jets fan whatever out of it. I watched the Penguins broadcast of the game last night, and even the Penguins guys were saying, ooh, that's a, he leaves his feet, he comes up, with his shoulder and hits Wheeler in the head. And yeah, it wasn't an elbow or anything, but his shoulder the, the, to the, the head. Right. Point of contact, the head. Headshots are illegal in the NHL. I was surprised when I read this rule that that's the, the extent of the penalty. There's no major, there's no game misconduct for automatic game misconduct. It's up to the referee's discretion. And so being a referee, Shannon is a referee, not a hockey referee. You're you're a roller derby referee, correct? Yes, yes. But you're still a referee. Yes. Do you think that any penalties at all should be left up to the ref's discretion? Absolutely. As to how to interpret? Absolutely. We're talking about player safety and headshots? I mean, I'm, I'm surprised too hearing that that's only a two-minute penalty because I feel that should be, that should be an, an ejection from the game. And roller derby, it certainly would be. 
Um, and roller derby is known far and wide as a very, very rough sport. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. Okay. But but like I said, I was not there. I you know, and 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 referee needs to see the beginning, the middle, and the end. They need to see the entire contact so that they can formulate a decision. Okay, so you're suggesting that possibly the referee didn't see the whole thing go down last night. I, I, that's possible as well. Like I again, I wasn't there. Um, referees often consult with each other as well, and, and um, to get their viewpoints as well. I know in roller derby, for example, if you're unsure, if you can't remember what the uh, you know what the penalty is, you always downgrade. If you're not sure if this is you know this is you know. If if this is like a higher penalty or a lower penalty, you always downgrade. Are you suggesting the referees don't know the rules? I'm I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just I'm just saying how it is in roller derby. Okay, right now you would think that every referee, oh, they know the rules. Officiating an NHL hockey game would know the the rules. But you you your issue with this is you want you believe referees should be held more publicly accountable for well, a mistake potentially. You know what? If a referee is allowed discretion. Especially on a headshot and and all the noise the NHL has been making about concussions and player safety these last few years, starting with Eric Lindros back in the 90s and then Eric, uh, sorry, then uh, Sidney Crosby. There's almost no body checking in hockey anymore. If you That's why this Malkin hit stands out a little bit more because you just, guys don't finish their checks like they used I to. have nothing, I have no problem with a clean, solid hit. A hip check, whatever, like back in the old days, but this was a solid contact shot to the head, right? If the ref has discretion in this particular situation, should he not have to answer to the media and by extension to the fans afterward as to why he didn't throw Malkin out of the game? Uh, I don't think so. Why not? I just don't, I think you open a real can of worms uh, allowing the referees to stand in front of a, you called it off the air, Jeff Braun, like a firing squad of microphones after the game. I think the referees should be separate and apart from that type of situation. Uh, I I know, and Shanna Lee would know in her sport, and, and I we know from what we've heard from past officials and, and, you know, following these leagues, that the referees are held accountable behind the scenes. Sure. There are head refs. They can be taken off games. They can face penalties and various punishments behind the scenes. Let me ask you this. As a hockey fan and a reporter, are yeah. you not curious as to why this referee did not chuck Malkin from the game last night? Oh, of course. You'd always like to hear from them, but I just don't think it's, I think it can create bias against certain teams. I think it can make refs feel threatened. I think it can create a worse situation I think it can do more harm than good, I guess, is what I'm saying. I mentioned to you when we were having this conversation, the NBA actually does allow a reporter to speak to their referees after games, a pool reporter. So one guy goes in and he can say, you know, why'd you make that call on LeBron or whatever? And then that's published. And there's also a report that goes out publicly after every NBA game with the final two minutes, every call that's made. Has and, that harmed and, the NBA and in your opinion? assessing sort of the calls that are made by the referees. And the NBA will come out and say that was a mistake at the end of the game. Team X should have won the game. You know, kind so of has thing. that harmed the game? You're a big basketball guy. It's interesting. The players don't like it. The players don't like the pressure and the embarrassment that it puts on refs. The players want it taken out. They don't want the refs to have to go through that kind of stuff. Because but it's they about think accountability, it's, right? To the fans. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, the fans are what make these leagues what they are. You're not. Nobody's getting paid if it's not for the fans. And we want to know why the referee didn't make that call, right? If it's... 
If it's up to the ref's discretion, like last night, why wouldn't he make that call? Did he not see the whole thing? I would accept that explanation. If he didn't think there was intent to injure, I would have a problem with it. But I want to know why. Well, all they're going to say is we assessed a two-minute penalty for a hit to the head. We didn't think it was worthy of a match penalty. That's well, then, all they're going to say. What I would say is why don't you look at the that the video? Because clearly but he leaves his feet, no and that means can, intent. There's no way you can allow a reporter to start asking those type of accusatory questions to a referee. Maybe you have some sort of head referee or head of player safety, which the NHL Headshot has both. referee, you say? So, like a... a a supervisor referee or an official with the league yeah. who takes those questions, allowing individual referees to be interviewed by media and have to be accountable in that way. I'm sorry. I just don't think it's something that we'll ever see or that should happen. But if it's OK in, in the NBA, it should be OK in the NHL. There is a level of personal accountability that exists um, as Keith mentioned, there are behind the scenes things that happen where, you know, there can be um, monetary fines, et cetera. But also, uh, first of all, in the NHL, they have a midseason review where they have to go um, talk to the league and they're told about things they can improve upon situations. I'm sure in this case with this ref, that would be looked at specifically. So they do. They are held to account behind the scenes. And then also there's a level of personal accountability that has to exist because the refs that are the best are the ones who get to do the playoffs. And there is a whole system of who's decided uh, or uh, how they decide who gets to do the playoffs. And financially, they benefit just like the players do. There's that's, bonuses for every level. And that's fine. Yeah, I, I understand that there is accountability behind the scenes, but right. not to the fans. And that's my point, right? Like, we'll never know why this referee chose not to make that call last night. And I also want to know sometimes why when there looks like there is a penalty or not a penalty, but the crowd starts making noise, hey, and they are 16,000 people are all start yelling in unison. All of a sudden, then the referee's hand goes up and says, you want to know what? That was a penalty after all. Is he allowing the crowd to influence his decisions? I think we've all seen something like that happen in the past. They're human beings. It happens. Well, that's right. And so, as I say, if they're human beings and they're going to make mistakes, I want to know why. And I want them to be accountable. Ding, ding. I guess that means we're done.